What's up, everybody? Uh, Luke Zyder here. Special guest today, Rashawn McKenzie. How you doing, Rashawn? Doing well. How about yourself? Very good. So what we'll do today, we'll just dive into uh, your career. You you had a pretty extensive career. A lot of different teams in yeah, the MLS. Yeah, a couple different teams in the MLS, a couple in the NASL. Yeah. Um, yeah, bounced around for a little bit. Yeah, so how, how long were you in the MLS total? Uh, it was about eight years in MLS. Okay. And then I finished two years in the NASL. Okay, so before we jump into the MLS, let's talk about um, your your you growing up. What what club did you play for? I played for Soccer's FC growing up in Arlington Heights. Okay, cool. And uh, just just Soccer's, right? Yeah, just Soccer's, because I grew up, uh, yeah, just Soccer's travel club. Um, when I was, uh, we moved here from Connecticut, so we jumped into soccer's. Gotcha. Uh, yeah, and it was only that. Yeah. And we were we were talking a little bit earlier. Um, you had some some uh, national team players playing with you at soccer's. Yeah, uh, we had Michael Bradley was on our team. Um, a couple other guys, uh, Bob Miller Siddick was on the team as well. Uh, so gotcha. yeah, Will Johnson played Canadian national team as well. So yeah, we were pretty blessed at a young age to have so many good players. So you guys were pretty, how, how, how were you guys as a team at soccer? Yeah, we were all pretty close-knit. Um, yeah, a bunch of guys. We were friends off the field, too, which was kind of nice, all the families getting together. Um, and then guys started going to different colleges and whatnot, so, but for the most part, we all kind of stuck around and hung out together, which was kind of cool. Good. When did you start with soccer? Um, I started, I think I was about 13 when I started with soccer. Okay. Um, I came over from uh, a smaller kind of like, it wasn't really a bigger club. Okay. Um, and then I started with soccer around 13. 13? Yeah. Gotcha. So I think at the time, it was soccer and Magic were like the two yeah. rivals in yeah. the Midwest. Yeah. Were, were there any other clubs when, when you were playing that were big time? Um, we had, there was a t pretty good club from around the St. Charles area, I want to say. They were okay. kind of decent, um, couple players, um, but as we got older, they kind of came over to either soccer or Magic. Um, there was a few other teams that were scattered that were pretty decent as well, um, kind of like Northwest Suburbs or Southwest Suburbs as well. So yeah. yeah. When you were younger, were, were there any academy teams? Uh, no, we didn't have academy teams. It yeah. was just you had soccer's Magic, big clubs, and then a few other kind of smaller clubs first scattered around, yeah. um, kind of throughout the area. But yeah, we didn't have academies yet. We weren't we weren't that lucky. Gotcha. Well, I I coached a kid for a long time, and he. Uh, he grew up playing with club, and this kid was like really, really good. Yeah. And he didn't, he didn't, his mom didn't want to get him into academy mm -hmm. uh, environment right off the bat. Um, which I think there's some pros and cons to club versus academy. Do you, do you have anything to say about uh, that dynamic? Um, I haven't really had much of the academy experience. Okay. Um, I've kind of just seen a little bit more so from the outside and what you kind of read about okay. right. the academies. But I mean. I mean, you see a lot of kids getting chances. They're getting their homegrown contracts, and then you see them progress into the first team and, and whatnot. So, I mean, I, I can't really say. Like, sure. like you said, there's pros and cons to everything. Sure. But, um, I can speak for myself and kind of my experience kind of working through the other aspect of it. And, you know, it was a great experience. You know, you, know, you have to work a little bit harder and, you know, it little, takes a little bit more to get recognized. But, yeah, I had a great experience and obviously enjoyed it. So. So soccer must have been doing something right, because a lot, especially your team, you guys went on, and a lot of you guys went and played big time. You know, what what was soccer doing right that a lot of clubs weren't doing at at that time? Um, I think we had a pretty nice setup once you got around to it was kind of around the 
high school, junior high, you had the decision whether you wanted to play high school soccer or what we had was a top talent program. Okay. And within the top talent program, there was two teams. There was more of a senior team and the, the team that was underneath, but you combined all the ages. And what they did was you would train every single day. Everybody, whether you were a senior in high school to maybe eighth grade, junior, freshman in high school, and then on the weekends, you're playing in the men's league in the Metro League on the weekends. Oh, so, wow. I mean, not only are you kind of getting beat up all week long, but then you're playing against grown men on the weekends. So it was just a different aspect and kind of got you ready for, you know, playing against better teams or teams that were bigger and stronger than you. Sure. So sort of that sort of thing. So it was, it was definitely a different aspect. So you didn't play high school soccer? No. No and high no, school. No, and none of these kids did? Uh, not some kids did and some kids didn't, but my, me myself, I never played any high school sports. Gotcha. Wow. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. 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 I know that's a, a big debate by parents these days as well, because they, you know, you got high school soccer, you got club soccer, you got these academies now, and they're left with questions like, where do I put my kid? Yeah. What direction should we go? Yeah. I mean, I think kind of like when I speak to younger kids on it, you got to just find the right fit for yourself, what right. works for you, um, whether it's coaching, players around you that you surround yourself with or you know like it, I think it's just what whatever is going to make you succeed is what you you know should actually look forward and look to try and do don't try to follow what others are just doing just because absolutely yeah. so you're playing the Metro League since eighth grade probably yeah that's gotta be tough As yeah eighth grader. it was uh you know it had its ups and downs you know you get beat up definitely you know but uh our coaches definitely prepared us for it I mean we had we had a Dave Richardson who was you know um, professional and for himself when he was playing, and then also Brett Hall, um, a couple other coaches who were all professionals. They used to play for the Sting and a couple other teams back in the day. Wow. And you know they were tough on us, but at the same time they kind of explained to us, you know, this is the kind of you need that tough skin right. when you're playing in against men because they really don't care. And they'll kick you if they're if you beat them, they're just gonna kick you. So. You know what I think? Uh, I think there. That's one of the pros in playing that type of soccer yeah. and, and in that atmosphere compared to high school soccer. You know, developing that thick skin, yeah. if you will. You know, I think a lot of. I don't think you see that in a lot of high school environments. Mm -hmm. um, would you agree? Yeah, I, I would agree. Yeah, um, I mean, I can tell you countless times playing indoor soccer where we would play up a couple of years, so we're playing against high school kids, and you know, we were better than them, but they were bigger and stronger. So, yeah. you know, you gotta play a little bit smarter, you can't just- You have to adapt. Yeah, exactly. Gotcha. exactly. Very good. So you go from soccers, now you're going, uh, you played at Michigan, Michigan, Mich State. Michigan State. Yes. Michigan State, yes. So yeah. uh, tell me about the recruitment process. Did Were there other schools interested? Yeah, so I had a couple, a couple of schools interested. Um, I actually, when I, I actually, for my junior and senior year, I played up a year, so I didn't play with my normal soccer team. I ended up playing up a year. Um, my age, I was in 86, so I was okay. actually playing with a lot of 87s. So when I got to high school, I was a year older than everybody that was on my club team. I see. Uh, so I had to end up going to and playing up a level for our club team, so I would go to a lot of the college showcases and all that, and that's how I met. Uh, the Michigan State coaches. So you were getting exposure early? Yes. Gotcha. Yeah. So uh -huh. I was probably like a season ahead of everybody else. I see. Um, I was starting to go to, those, like I said, the college showcases, and that's how I met the Michigan State coach at the time, Joe Baum, and his assistant, Damon, who's now the head coach at Michigan State. Gotcha. Yeah. 
so they met you and were like, we want you. Yeah, um, I you know, got a couple recruiting letters from them and other schools um, within the Midwest and East Coast, a couple of West Coast schools, not too many. I didn't really know so much, it's so far away, but um, yeah. And then I went to, I believe I went to one of their summer camps, did an official, unofficial visit, all that sort of stuff. Uh -huh. and I just had a really good experience when I went up there, you know, and it, for me it was, far enough away from home for freedom, but at the same time, close, close enough, enough where I could just go home whenever. You Good know? for you. Um, so yeah, that really worked for me, and it just felt like a family going up there. So that was uh, like a lot of the guys too, I mean, we're, we have a fantasy football league going on right now from a lot keep of guys in touch Michigan with State. With all we all guys. keep in touch for, wow. I think our alumni weekends and two weekends, so yeah, it's just, it felt like the right thing. Like I said, all about the fit. Right. You know? Right. T and, tasting it, yeah. tasting different things and figuring out what works for you. Yeah, I think I, I can still remember coming back from my official visit and just, my mom was like, how was it? And I could just remember telling her like, that that's where I want to go. Yeah. You know? So. Gotcha. Yeah. So, so how many schools total did you like really taste? Um, Notre Dame was a big one. Okay. Um, Michigan State, Michigan, Northwestern. Um, there was a couple other ones on the East Coast that I can't remember off the top of my head. Okay. Um, but yeah, those those were the big ones. A lot of Big Ten. So, so four of, four or five schools tasted on Michigan State was the one. Yeah, Michigan State was the one for me. Very yeah. cool. So how was your how was your experience there? Like, tell me. About yeah, that. it was great. Um, you know, like I said, family environment. It was really cool, close knit group. Um, big school, so that was kind of cool. Big other programs, football, basketball, so kind of that kind of whole college experience. Sure. Um, and then, I mean, we had our ups and downs in soccer. My first year, my freshman year, we won the Big Ten. So that was, you know. Well, walking you know, into college Yeah, walking into college, kind of just huge high, you know. And wow. that was the first, so that's fall. Oh, my so God. So that was within the first semester of college, you know. And then the next two years, we went to the NCAAs. I think we ended up losing to Tulsa in the second round. They gotcha. had a really good team. Um, Second, in the sophomore, junior year, kind of had our lows. We lost a couple of really good players, senior players. So we were kind of, kind of trying to find ourselves again. And then senior year, we had a really good team. A uh, couple of young guys that stepped up, old that older mix as well. Um, and then it was kind of like Joe Baum, our head coach, was kind of winding down his career too. So you kind of had that going on. Um, and then the soccer program was kind of just on the up in uh -huh. general. Uh, so we finished pretty strong. Knocked out of the Big Ten, ended up going a couple rounds into the NCAAs, but I think that kind of started now what you kind of like, we, my friends, we all talk about it now, like we started the whole Michigan State kind of soccer. Absolutely. You know? So it's That's what I was that whole kind of like you guys a couple built years the program there a little before bit. us, and then we kind of like really kicked it off, and now they're just, they're flying every year. They're in the NCAAs and competing for the Big Ten, which is great to see, you know, all of us were real proud of those guys. So. That's awesome. Yeah. So, you, you you spent almost eight years in the MLS. Eight years in the MLS. Yeah, I went. So I when went you were when you were in at Michigan State, did you have a did you know you were going to be going to the MLS? Like, what what was your mindset towards the end of senior year? I was just having fun. Yeah, you know, I was out there with my friends, enjoying playing for the school. You know, it's just a great experience. It didn't really kick in. I think till about early senior year season or kind of like 
halfway through the season that it could really be an opportunity because we were having a good year too you know? and, and that's a big thing too you know to get noticed you've got to have the right team and have the right team that's yeah. winning games so we were doing well decent in the big 10 so i think you know maybe i piqued the interest of some of the coaches or gms and you know i got invited to the combine at the end of the season okay and i did well enough to get drafted in the in the in, uh, in the draft so oh my god and then from there it was just kind of trying to make the team and just keep performing and doing what they're asking right so, so i you i know you your rookie year was at with kansas city yeah kansas city yeah you you played with the chicago fire pdl for for a bit was that like summer league during uh, college yeah or so when was that i did it um so actually my junior spring okay. I had meniscus so I, okay. I had meniscus surgery so it was kind of so I could stay kind of home close to home I was here with my parents in Chicago and then still could I knew a lot of the guys just from growing up that played for the Chicago Fire PDL juniors right. and um, the coach at the time was Larry Sunderland too so I had known him from just being around Chicago soccer area Chicago soccer scene so you know he let me kind of come and I was I wouldn't say I was playing full per se, but it was kinda like getting back out there before college started up again, you know. So it was good good experience for me to kinda even see like because that was kinda actually really when um the Academy stuff kind of started. Gotcha. It started with like the U twenty threes and then they started with the Academy stuff, like gotcha. full on. So, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. Very good. So Kansas City. How was that experience? Kansas City was great. They were great. It's, it was back when they were the Wizards, so that was cool. You know, we had some cool <laughs> kits and all that. Uh-huh. Um, and it was cool to kind of see the rebranding process before it actually happened. Because I left Kansas City right before they changed stadiums and all that. Gotcha. Um, but it was cool to see, like, the ownership group and the whole city kind of involved in what was going on. And it just the excitement leading up to it and then now to see how well they've done from that point yeah it's really cool to see that's awesome yeah so you started kansas city walk me walk me through these seven years yeah so you're well let me ask you this you you, you're jumping around all these teams Mm -hmm. right and uh how do you mentally like stay how do you mentally handle new situation after new situation after new situation yeah it's i mean it's tough um I'm not going to sit here and say it wasn't a grind. Right, um, right. You know, especially sometimes you're getting let go from some of these teams thinking, you know, man, I definitely could thought I was doing well there. Yeah. And, you know, for other reasons, it's just not a good fit. Mm. Um, but every time, you know, you're sitting there and you're like, this is what I love to do. So, you know, if I got to grind a little bit harder or work a little bit harder to perfect what it is what I do to be on one of these teams, mm-hmm. then you're going to go do it. Mm-hmm. Um, so... A lot of the times, you know, like with Kansas City, I got released, um, I think it was right into the beginning of my third preseason. Okay. So I had enough time to come back here and really kind of train some more, uh, which was a good thing. A lot of the, uh, there was a program, Bridges, they used to, I don't know if they still do it. I think they do. They do. Yeah. Yeah, A lot of the guys in the area would come back and it was over at the soccer facility. They have indoor fields. So it was just a place for professionals to come back in the area and get a good workout in for two, three hours in the morning. Right. Uh, so and then you got kind of became a thing where you had the Bridges kids and then college kids started coming, and it ended up being where like a lot of the 
professional sapphire guys would come through or even you get like Mike McGee's from the area so he comes from LA he's home for a week and would come train you know yeah. so it became a thing where you get really good competition so out of nowhere you have all this competitiveness Absolutely. right right there right there place. and I mean my parents so I would come back and also and stay at my parents and they're 15 minutes from from there so you know that's like all right wake up walk the dogs let's go train for three hours you know yeah you know so I think that's how I think I got better. It was just every off season, it was just not soft for me. Gotcha. I just so you never, never really turned. I off. never really took. I couldn't. Yeah. And that was just how it worked for me because okay. I knew within there was some seasons where you know you, you go on vacation and you do. I mean, I'm not saying you can't shut off and don't take a break, but uh-huh. where you kind of completely shut off. Yeah. And then it's like, oh man, preseason comes around and you're behind the ball. Yeah. I knew personally for myself, I couldn't let that happen. Right. Because then, then it's like, oh my. Then I'm fighting for my contract, and right. then it's then you you know you don't want that, right? So absolutely, yeah. So it was just it was just a really good thing that we had here. I mean, I th- and they're still doing it. So yeah, yeah, it's a good place to be if you're in that realm. Absolutely, absolutely. So you get let go from Kansas City. Are other other organizations kind of talking to you? A yeah. Bit? So it was. I mean, it couldn't have been more than a week. I was back I training and got a call from my agent, and Salt Lake wants you to come out. And they hadn't started their preseason yet because they had they had just they started late because they had won MLS Cup the year before. Ah. So I, you know, I flew out to Salt Lake, and you're probably um, like hell yeah, they just yeah. won the MLS um, Cup. Going into a good situation, you know, uh, good coaching staff, Jason Price, all all those guys, um, GM Garth Lagerway at, at the time, and it was just a good environment. Um, Kyle Beckham was a great captain. It, it was another one of those family type deals. It just felt like a really good fit, you know? Yeah. And then on top of that going in, I had a familiar face, Chris Schuler from the Chicago area was that was his rookie season when he got drafted there. So I kinda walked into a situation where I knew someone and, you know, they were wanting me to come there. So um, you know It was a no brainer. Yeah, it was a no brainer for me to go and, you know, kinda try it out. Yeah. Had a couple years there, it was really good, you know. Um Ended up leaving after two years there and going to um, our time. At the time, it was our assistant coach, who was our head coach, Robin Frazier, got the job at Chivas. So I went to Chivas USA at the time before right. um, all of their whole thing happened. But yeah. uh, and you know played there for a year under Robin Frazier, and that was when I actually played a lot. Yeah, I had twenty some games. Um, we were actually doing pretty well. We closed it off towards the end of the season, but. Um, had a lot of games, and that was when I was like the tell. Well, that was when Beckham was in the Galaxy, so I used to see him every day. So that was kind of cool to get to see David Beckham every day, you know. So get <laughs> big, huge global star, but yeah, nicest guy in the world. So it's hi to everyone every morning. You would never know. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. So you, so you must be feeling at this point like I'm gaining some traction here in the MLS. I'm yeah. putting my foot, you know, getting a foothold in in all this stuff. How does it transition from there? Where does it go from there? Um, so from there, I was in LA. Um, there was kind of like issue with the whole Chivas USA. Chivas kind of taken over. Um, and then I was kind of out of a team for three months or so. So I was kind of just hanging out in LA for a little bit. Uh, I just got married at the time. So I was kind of enjoying that, you know, relaxing, enjoying the beach, the LA weather. I had some college friends that lived out there too. So it was, it was good to have like kind of close family there too as well. Gotcha. Um, but then I got a call from Portland, Caden Porter. They want.
wanted me to come work out with them. So I went for, I think the first time I went was for three or four days, get a good workout in. And then they wanted me to go back, work out some more. Ended up going back to Portland for another week. And then I signed there. Gotcha. And then I was there for like two years. Yeah. Awesome. And Portland was something else. Yeah. Great experience up there. So Portland, how, how old is Port, Portland Timbers when you joined them? So I would believe, so I went to Portland in 2015. Four, three or four years. So maybe re- relatively, relatively new. new. I mean, they have the history up there with their, you know, when they were in the um, NASL and all that. So, so they drew the fan base. So they, yeah. they had the fan base. You it gotcha. was just gotcha. waiting to get to that top tier. Gotcha. And I mean, I can't. And even now, I get the chills just when I watch TV with the crowd. And, you know, Soccer City up there. That's so, it. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. I really enjoyed my time there. Um, great team, great fan base, great people, great organization. Yeah. So this is your sixth or seventh year in the MLS. And uh, you're playing Olympia yeah. in the uh, Olympia in the Champions in League. Champions League at home. Corner kick, scored a header. Yeah. And you scored the header really to put the nail in the coffin for the that game there. Because yeah. yeah. uh, you guys were up 3-2 at the time? 3-2, yeah. We ended up winning 4-2. Okay, tell me about that moment. Yeah, Walk me through that. It was just good. I mean, we got up early in that game, I believe, and they kind of came back, got some energy in the second half, and it was just it was one of those where you knew it was going to be a fight if, if they could squeeze one more. So um, we just had to let the corner kick. I think there was maybe like 15 minutes left or so, and – it was one of those where you could kind of just you saw where it was going yeah and I just kind of climbed and tried to head it back to the far post where it came from <laughs> put it right in the corner you there know? you go so it was great you know I did, defenders we don't get to score too often so you know sure, it's pretty sure. exciting it was a big game too for us in Champions League it's a big tournament so that's so awesome yeah so yeah and I've had a couple I've played in a bunch of games in Champions League too as well with Salt Lake and um, did some in Portland as well so Gotcha. Yeah, it's just great experience. That's quite a career. Yeah, I like. I, I can't complain. Man. Yeah, I had a lot of fun. Yeah, yeah. That's that's gotta be amazing. Yeah. But well, let me ask you this, and I'm gonna go back to a point that I was trying to make um, with handling new situations. And for you, you you experienced these different MLS teams, and what advice would you give? To kids on how to handle new situations, yeah. how to handle new teams, new environments, if you will, because I think that's important yeah. to be able to handle it comfortably, not get intimidated, and be able to perform well. Yeah, I think it's you know I think it's very important to be able to control the ups and downs um, and be able to just focus on what you can control. You know, I think a lot of times we get tied up in all the excess mm-hmm. stuff and lose sight of what really matters. Mm-hmm. Um, as far as dealing with new situations, uh, you know, you just kind of, sometimes you got to roll with them and have confidence and belief in yourself that you're there for a reason mm-hmm. and you wouldn't be there for, be there if, you know, people didn't believe in you and, or thought you didn't have the ability to be in that situation. So, right. you know, I think, you know, it's, it's, as well as you just have to, you know, like I said, just be confident. Yeah. Um, you're there for a reason. So let me ask you this, for, for the young kids that are out there that may be struggling with confidence, how did you handle confidence growing up, let's say through soccer? How yeah. did you develop confidence? So, you know, and I, 
think that's actually a great question because I was never one of the best players at soccer. There, I mean, four or five other guys. I was an average player there, you know. And I think for me, I saw the opportunities that they were getting, yeah. and I wanted to be involved in the same thing. I saw them go make the state team and do at the time it was ODP. Right. So um, I saw them do state and regionals and get to go to all these places. Oh well, I want to do that. So next, so I go and I enroll. Okay, well maybe I didn't make the state team the first time. So what do I have to do to make that state team? So outside of your normal trainings, mm -hmm. what are you doing outside of that? Mm -hmm. So that what it was for me was, okay, maybe in the backyard after I finished my homework for 45 minutes, I'm practicing juggling or dribbling or whatever it is. Right. So that's what it was for me. So then it progressed to, okay, now I made the state team, regional teams next. Right. And then so on and so forth. So, that's, so that brings me to my next point, handling setbacks, yeah. you know, I think a lot of kids either get cut from a team or something like this and they get really wrapped up in getting they get down you know they get emotional um, how, are, how are you able to handle some of those setbacks yeah I mean I mean I was cut from plenty of teams you know so uh, and I don't think there's anything wrong with it to get down it's just you, you can't hold on to that down feeling eventually I mean, gotta let it go yeah, yeah, exactly. And I think, I mean, I can tell you there was time I got caught from Salt Lake and I remember calling my parents and just being like crying on the phone, driving back to my apartment, being like, man, I can't believe, it. I didn't even see that coming, yeah. you know? And, but then after that, it was like, okay, maybe I sulk for the day or whatever, but then it was like, all right, what are we doing to get back into the scene right. or onto the next scene? Right. And, and so we had to have that, that mentality, back. that yeah. bounce back of, I can't let this hold me down because I'm not going to let this define me. Right. You know, so I think that's key. Yeah. So I think, I mean, if you can do that and kind of hone that, I guess, skill per se. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. I mean, anything's possible. Gotcha. So uh, let me ask you this. You play with, you play with seven different teams. That's, that's pretty unique, right? Not a lot of guys get to do that. <laughs> first of all, right. What, what attributes about the team, like really stood out or, or makes a team a good team Yeah, for you? Um, for me, it was like positivity. Yeah. If you're in a positive environment, I mean, that was for me and my experience through soccer, like that was number one. Yeah. You know, I, and I don't know. Honestly, I couldn't agree more. Okay. I think, I mean, it's, it's very close. My two favorite teams was Portland and um, Salt Lake. Okay. But I think just in terms of a team, Salt Lake, it just, like I said, it goes back to that family feel and the positivity that surrounds the whole group. I mean, I can remember there'd be times where family, like family barbecues or whatever, and it was just random. It's like, oh, what are you guys doing this Thursday? Okay, send out a message to everybody. And, I mean, literally the whole team's there. Right. You know? Or even the coaching staff would do stuff where, okay, let's have a get together and, you know, we have a weekend off and okay, no one go anywhere, but we're going to have a team dinner. The coaches pay for everything. And then be like, okay, well, glad everyone have a night. Like, make sure everyone gets home safely. Oh, okay, well, we need to pay for taxis or whatever. It's cool. Like, it's it's just everyone's it's like got everyone's, you know it's what I mean? Togetherness. So, and it's like, it's just that feeling of someone having your back that, okay, well, now when you step on the field, it could be the 90-something minute, and if I need to run 60 yards for that guy to cover for him, yeah, do it. It's you just know. Yeah, you don't even think about it. You just do it. Yeah, I I think that's one of the 
the best parts about soccer and uh, sports in general is that camaraderie, the Absolutely. teamwork, and, and getting hit with uh, adversity and battling through that stuff as a team. I think that that's the, one of the biggest parts about it. Yeah, it's, it's really cool. It's really cool when you think about it, yeah. So, so what, uh, what advice do you got for uh, parents these days? As kids are growing up, it's a, kind of a different yeah. environment. Um, back compared to back when you yeah, were a so kid, I mean, I mean, I can always. It's it's hard now because I'm a parent now too. So yeah, I mean, yeah. my daughter's not really in sports like that yet. I think she just started gymnastics, so she's not there. But I, it's funny because I can always. I always remember just thinking my thinking about my parents. Like my my mom was always the quiet one, and my dad was the one that was like, "Come on," on the <laughs> sideline. Where and then you're I'm the one on the field where it's like, "Come on, dad, like let me do my Chill thing," yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I can, what I always remembered was just my parents just being so supportive. Gotcha. You know, um, they could make, and not game, getting too, not too involved, too involved but right. there knowing that, you know, we care, right. but at the same time, they weren't so hands on, right. You know, they had their suggestions, but they knew when to back off when I didn't want to listen to it, which I think is a big problem these days with yeah. parents. I think you've got a lot of parents that are trying to take over yeah. the experience and not, they don't have that governor to back up, back off a little bit. Yeah, right? I think I think it's. I mean, we all deal with it. It's yeah. like a control thing almost. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. know, you want your kids to have that perfect experience and so, such an enjoyable experience, and it be so positive. And it goes back to that, like we can't control everything. So yeah. it's focusing on what you can control, right. and then letting everything else happen as is. You know, and I think if you do, like you said, that positive attitude. Everything else should take care of itself. Follow through. Yeah. Well, Rashawn, dude, thanks for coming out. Yeah, this absolutely. is awesome. It's been a pleasure, man. Absolutely, man. Have a good one. Absolutely. Thank you.